I mean, seriously, Al, who puts a fucking dartboard in front of a fucking window? Uh, it wasn't right in front of the window. <laughs> Still, you thought you got away with that one, didn't you? Oh, look, I accepted the consequences of that when it happened. So, we, I, just backstory. Alan got a dartboard, I think, for Father's Day is yep. how I've read the Facebook post. I haven't said anything to Alan that I even knew about this, but <laughs> there was a post on Facebook where I think a dart went through the window, his back window, and he had to get a new window on a Sunday afternoon or something. Yeah, um, I knew I didn't want the kids playing with it inside, so I put it on the railing of the back veranda. Which is in front of a window? Like two metres in front of a window. Still in front of a window. Yeah. So Rookie mistake. Obviously, I'd thought about it enough to know that inside was probably not going to be a bad idea. But yeah, Nico managed to miss the dartboard and thrown it hard enough. Sort of went through the slats and hit this tempered glass just right where it just made the whole thing just... Shatter. Didn't shatter, but it was sort of like crinkled out like, like an iceberg sort yeah. of busting up or something. That, that's called shattering. Well, it took ages for it to actually collapse and fall down. Oh, it actually fell out to the window? Well, the window guy came out and he gave it a poke and sure enough, boom, <laughs> down it went. So, have you moved the dartboard? Yeah, I haven't put it back up yet, but obviously it's going to have to find a new spot. Yeah. May I suggest not in front of a window, probably like in front of your garage door or something like that, at least the dartboard can ricochet off the bricks. And I mean, if... <coughs> the balcony seemed like a good idea because it's made of timber, so even if the darts hit that, it was going to not blunten them. Blunten, I don't even know if that's a word. My experience with dartboards has always been to put them somewhere where there's no windows nearby. Yeah, but you're making it sound like I hung it on the window. You may as well have done. Which is... You may as well have done. Rolling the dice. I think you were rolling the dice by putting it in front <laughs> of a window, if I'm honest with you, but there you go. Anyway. It, just... was, it was funny, the... Um, it was just one of those things, like, me and the wife didn't get too angry about it, but the kids were a bit upset. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. So my son was really apologetic, and then my daughter felt bad because she'd bought the gift. Yeah. And she's like, oh, if I hadn't bought that gift, this wouldn't have happened. So it was a real sort of little, uh, like the butterfly effect. Yeah. <laughs> Which, in a way, is kind of impressive for a, a six-year-old to sort of figure that out. Yep. But, yeah. It's done now. How much does the window cost you? Do you really want to know? Yeah. I'm interested. Uh, it's the best part of 1300 bucks. What? No, I'm sure some of that was call-out fee on a Sunday. Yeah, it was probably the worst scenario. So what? how much did the did like breakdown? Did you get a breakdown? or? I wasn't checking it over, man. Like At that point, it is what it is, right? Fuck, man. I just left the window the way it was until the next day. You just let the wild animals wander into the house. I, well, didn't, have, I didn't have anything to cover it up with dude this surely had boxes and you could just tape some boxes we measured it for the window guy i think it was 1800 by two th- like yeah, uh, i'd have boxed 2000 high it was just been cardboard and duct tape until monday and i'd have taken the whole thing out myself and taken it down somewhere that would have saved a shit tin of cash but that's me because i'm a tight ass well it's interesting because the guy said he thought we actually did all right because it was less than what we were quoted because it was only like it ended up being a one-man job yeah he said if they'd done it during the week, they would have sent two blokes and it probably would have cost more. Right. So I think in the end it sort of echoed itself out. But Or maybe he was just trying to make you feel feel a bit better about the whole situation. He was a nice bloke. Yeah, he... he, he I'm did. sure he was on those rates. How much was he getting paid? Thousands. Well, it probably doesn't make a difference. That, he, that, he that glass probably cost him about 100 bucks. The rest of it was all profit. 
If he was on like call out for Sunday, he was getting paid one way or another. I presume. The only part I regret is that it meant that Alison miss, missed um, Father's Day dinner with her dad. Oh. She she volunteered to wait for the glass guy while we sort of still went out to dinner. Oh. Obviously, I sort of said, it's your dad, you should probably go. Yeah. But she insisted, so... Should, should have made the kids do it seeing as one of them threw the dart through it and the other one bought it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, they, they felt really bad about it, but... Um, after they had some spring rolls, they weren't so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was forgotten about. They got over it. As soon as the MSG hit the bloodstream. Well, it's funny how people react to food, right? Yeah. You see this lady in Perth, the, the vegan with the... <sighs> what a fucking nut job. And pretty much that's all she eats anyway, so she is a nut job, but... So the, the story is that uh, a woman in Perth has tried to sue her neighbour over them having barbecues we're cooking meat and fish on the barbecue because it offends her vegan sensibilities it means she can't enjoy her backyard anymore she has to smell barbecuing meat wafting over from the barbecue yeah so as you can expect that was like <laughs> like setting off a stick of dynamite with the uh the clickbait sites people yeah. were quite irritable about that was, how, how un-Australian it is to try and sue someone for having a Barbie. So you saw that somebody put up a Facebook page and started a... Oh, yeah. So I think they this got the, up to, up to 6,000. 6,000 people were going to attend and 16,000 were interested. This is our version of Storm 51. Well... <laughs> Go, Australia! The, the problem with it is that the lawyers got involved and they were like, if anybody goes on a property, you're getting done by she, pr- yeah, trespassing. Her, so her, they've, her lawyers, they've canned it. Her lawyers threatened to sue anyone that yeah. came onto the property, which... You know, they should have thought laterally and just had the barbecue at the the neighbor's house. That's mate, I'd have been all over that. He's already, you know, he's already got a barbecue. <laughs> just BYO your own mate. Bring your own, just barbecues all all on my property. You can just fill my property up with barbecues. Everyone come along. And oh just... man, I read the article and apparently she had a go at the other neighbors as well on the other side. What for? Same thing. Oh, for barbecuing. Yeah. Oh, she's a nut job. Uh, I mean, I I watched this small interview that was on Seven News. And she's she's an idiot. She went on the news. Oh, she! It, oh. I'm happy to play it on the microphone if you'd like to no, listen no. to it. She sounds like an idiot as well. That's the thing. I feel I feel bad for the normal vegans out there. I don't feel bad for vegans. No, no, I I, I can respect that point of view because most of them don't try and stuff it down your throat. Okay, well, let me go back on what I was just said then. I don't mm. feel bad for the vegans that stuff it down your throat because there's a lot of those though. Yeah, yeah. So obviously she sort of falls into that camp where she was prepared to take it to the high court to try and assert her her rights. Um, everyone else, right, just doing their own little vegan thing must be just like, fucking hell, not again. Do you know what would have been really funny? If the person that she was trying to sue in court turned up with a Lady Gaga style meat suit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find it's pronounced Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> uh, but I think there's room there for you to get along with your neighbour and still have the occasional barbecue. I'm sure he wasn't out there grilling meat every day. Uh, I mean, if she complained about me cooking a barbecue, I'd be out there every day and I'd be there with a fan. I was so hot cooking the barbecue. Just happens it has to be behind me, wafting it over your fence. I'd do it on purpose. Fuck the bitch. Uh, it just... It seems like such a petty thing to hold against someone because, I mean, our, our mate Josh is vego. Yeah. And when he has dudes around for a barbecue, 
He cooks everything on the same hot plate. He doesn't give yeah, a shit. I, yeah, I mean, but he does it for different reasons, doesn't he? He doesn't really like meat. No, but there was the compassionate element to it as well where... You I know, don't he, think it takes out of him as much as what it does for other vegans and What it is is he, he has that sort of basic line of not forcing his beliefs on other people. Yeah. He does his own thing and he knows if he's like acting precious about the barbecue it's just going to be a pain in the ass for everyone else yeah so you know I think he at the end of the day he probably gets in there and cooks his stuff pretty quick early but if you've got sausages next to it he's not he doesn't care flipping out about it no so it brings me to another question that my wife Catherine has asked me to ask you regarding vegans yeah now would it be vegan if you made cheese out of your own breast milk um, I'm sure that would be fine actually because you're not exploiting anything. Fair enough. Like, there's... And there's a spectrum as well. Like, some vegans... Like there's almost like schisms where there's different levels of belief. One contentious one's um, honey from bees. Yeah. Well, they, they can't have honey, can they? Some think it's okay. Some take issue with honey production. Because you've got this situation where they... You know, they're cracking open the hive, scraping out the honey... Um, you've got other processes where they'll actually move the hives from place to place. Yeah. So the argument is the bees don't have a choice in that. Mm. You know, it's being being slack to the bees. Yeah. Bees, bees don't care. No, clearly. <laughs> I just... It's not like they're getting murdered for it. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I can understand if you don't want to, you know, kill a cow, you're not going to wear leather, you're not going to eat, eat hamburgers... I get it, but yeah. it's not like the bees get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, but yeah, it's, I guess they look at them like they're almost like slaves. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. And then you got you got the the vegans who sort of protesting farms, like chaining themselves to the yeah. Front well, gates all, that all that dickheads were doing it like six months ago, going to the cafes and ruining businesses because they were cooking meat in the cafe, and it's fucking bullshit. This is their comeuppance. Their barbecue. <laughs> Their queen is going down in the courts. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's that's no way to win someone over either, right? If you want to try and convince people that you've got a righteous cause, you can't go and behave that way and expect to get a good result, I don't think. No. Like it's not it's not it doesn't seem like a great tactic to persuade people. No. But this know. this whole thing's reminded me of a uh, something that somebody said to me once that I used to work with and it was nothing to do with vegans or anything like that. It was more of a right. religious thing. <laughs> okay. So it was a bit of a bash on uh, on basically on how much he loves bacon and mm. he made the comment of if, if he was Muslim and couldn't eat bacon he'd blow himself up as well. <laughs> <laughs> his theory was that's the, the source of frustration. Well, I mean, it would be the source of his frustration. But you wouldn't know. You wouldn't have had bacon. Alan, Jesus, what's going on there? Do you have a male Siri on your phone? Uh, evidently. Sexist. Isn't that equal opportunity? Well, I'm just trying to... Why? That literally never happens. Oh, well, it did today. Now it's you with the phone. Fuck me. Alan. I wonder if you can put it into do not disturb mode. Yeah, it's called turn off. Properly get to shut the fuck up. That's where I keep my meager notes to try and keep this train wreck, train wreck rolling. What, you put them in Siri? No, on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so you, you're done, done with the vegans? 
Oh, oh, maybe I've got nothing else to say about it. <laughs> let, live and let live. I'm a meat eater, so no. <laughs> Clearly, I live and let die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's not that hard for people with those beliefs to coexist, right? No, I mean... It's, it shouldn't you know, be. You can do, do what you like, just don't impose it on me. Yeah, yeah, so having a protest in the middle of Brisbane, shutting down the main street. Oh, chumps. Yeah. Well, I, mean, they, I mean, that would be the perfect opportunity to just run them all over and go, no, you're my meat, I'm going to eat you as well, you fucking cunt! I've got to say, it looks pretty piss-weak compared to what these dudes get up to in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, just a million people That's rock up. been carrying on for a bit now. <laughs> Once again, I thought we weren't going to talk about politics and shit on this show. Yeah, let's fair. not let's not talk about Hong Kong. I, I guess I'm just saying the the vegans could lift their game, or they can just shut the fuck up, <laughs> which is probably my preferred thing that they would do. But uh, sorry, actually, one thing I will talk about politics. Stop fucking around with the microphone. I just did it with my hand. That's all. <laughs> did you hear that um, Robert Mugabe mm. died today? Really? Yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, pour one out for big McGarbs. Well, if we do it on his, <laughs> <laughs> if we do it on his ritual and his, I, in a way that he likes to inflate everything, we'd have to pour out a million. It would still only be worth one. Yeah, right. but he 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 wasn't in power anymore, was he? No, he, but he was he the one that fucked power. up the like fucked up their currency. That like a million, a million whatever he, it is that they have would still only worth like one cent. Yeah, yeah, not. Not one of history's nicer dudes. No. Because I remember watching an episode of like some Canadian storage wars or some shit years ago. Yeah. And they like picked up this mattress and they're like, fuck, this is heavy. They tore it open and it was just chock-a-block full of Zimbabwe notes. <laughs> like fucking full to the brim. And they had like four billion fucking... Did they figure out how much it was worth? They took it to this bloke and he's like, it's worth about 45 bucks. 45 bucks. It wasn't worth nothing. And a the bloke's like... Full. There were some notes, like there was a note that was like a million... Yeah. It was fucking mental. Poor Zimbabwe. Anyway, that, that's it. P- politics over. <laughs> Another um, story I saw during the week that's somewhat food related was this teenager in the UK who apparently has gone deaf and blind from severe malnutrition. Yeah, but that's only because all he ate was chips and white bread. Yeah, so apparently really sort of picky, fussy eater. And like you said, only ate like kind of greasy fast food sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, never really put on any weight or anything like that. It was quite skinny. Yeah, it was probably because he shat it straight out. Well, well, whatever, metabolism did its thing. But yeah, severely sort of malnourished to the point where, yeah, ir- irreversible damage to the optic nerve now. <laughs> Kid's like 19 years old. Pretty uh, pretty rough. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's kind of rough, but what does he fucking expect? That's all he's going to eat is white bread and fucking chips. Yeah, but... What a great tool as a parent to have that horror story to make your kids eat their veggies. Yeah. I mean, at this point, now you could just You'll feed... You'll go blind! You feed him whatever you want now and he wouldn't know. He didn't lose his sense of taste, Dave. Probably that would have been the better thing to have lost then. But he sort of got that double down. He's got deaf and blind. What? Like, both both senses. Because I... Uh, uh. <laughs> I was going to ask you that age old... Uh, quandary of if you had to lose a sense, whether it be sight or sound, like hearing, which way do you go? 
Oh, this is just an old Ricky Gervais thing, though, isn't it? Like, oh, he has, potentially. He has, it's a classic. It's a has, classic. If you got any sense, it was the next thing he said to uh, Carl, Carl Pilkington. Uh, you trying to have a shot at me? No. Uh, I mean, it's stupid. I don't want to lose any fucking sense. So I don't, it's a dumb question. It's got to be hearing. Nah, no, not necessarily. If you're blind, you can't walk anywhere. Well, you can, of course you can. you got to use the cane. Not necessarily. You can get a dog. Well, you couldn't ride a motorcycle. And if if you want to watch Netflix, you got closed captions. It wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, see, no, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the closed captions. Like, I don't. If I want to read a book, I'll read a book. Like, that's. I don't want to. You watch just it. said you were going to be blind. You're not reading anything. I didn't say I wanted to be blind. You said if you had to choose. No, I didn't. You need to re-listen to what <laughs> I just said. I said I don't want to choose any of them. Is what I said. But I wouldn't want to go deaf. Is what I said. I think. Does it have to be just one of those two? Nah, because then you've just been taste or smell on the rubbish sensors yeah well that's it I've lost my sense of smell because I kind of have lost it already anyway yeah, so basically <laughs> but the the whole idea that of the five sensors apparently that's been like debunked for decades oh I, I, I've, I'm sure I've got another sense like I, I can always tell when someone's fucking staring at me well not not just that but um, like when you feel hungry that counts as a sense that's just feel though isn't it is that like no this is what I mean like in the in the medical definition they've extended it out the idea of there's the five main senses is a simplistic thing that's taught the children right but no one ever really sort of talks about the fact that there are a, a plethora of different s- senses that you, 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 your body relies on fair enough medical fact <laughs> I don't know man you got any topics Although the vegan one was like my main topic. I, I stole your thunder. <laughs> and, and the dartboard. Fucking dartboard. So, um... I've got more here. Oh, let's... let's. I'm sure something will come out of what you've, you've got to say. Well, one that you can participate in. We um, gave a new board game a run. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Trogdor, wasn't it? Trogdor? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, see, actually, it's good because I've got a game that I would like to talk about too. Yeah, cool. Uh, I don't know if anyone was on the internet back when Homestar Runner was popular. There's this website where they did a lot of Flash cartoons. It was even predating YouTube, I'm pretty sure. Um, there was an episode where one character drew and created this character called Trogdor, which was a, a like a, a dragon that would go around and burn up the village and all that sort of stuff. Yep. The, uh, the, the guys who were behind that had a Kickstarter campaign to create a, a board game based on that theme. So it was a classic Kickstarter thing where, you know, signed up and then about 18 months later, they you know, finally sending out the games, but did a really nice job. Got a couple of t-shirts with it at that, at the backer level I pledged and we gave it a run on Tuesday for the first time around at um, Josh's place. It was pretty cool. It was one of those um, cooperative style games. So rather than trying to beat the other players, it's more a teamwork thing where all the players are working together to try and complete the uh, objectives of the game yeah I thought it was a good game I enjoyed it yeah so it reminded me a bit of um, your sort of forbidden island slash forbidden desert style game yep so you have to say yep well, did you like it I just fucking said I liked it what did I, I just <laughs> what did my fucking did it did it make any sense not knowing what Trogdor was well the game made sense I didn't know who the fuck Trogdor was he just I still don't know who he is he but just sets everyone on fire it's just a fucking dragon <laughs> it burns down the countryside yeah I mean it was a good game It was. I mean the, the fact that you've got easy and hard modes and stuff like that to play that's, that was good 
Yeah, so we we were successful first time out, but that was on one of the easier map configurations. Yeah, and it's not like between the three of us, we're, you know... Fucking board game pros, bro. Pretty much. Well, I wouldn't say I'm a pro. I'm still pretty amateur at it, but I'm getting there. What are you talking about? You've well, got... only been playing board games for a couple of years, like, like those those styles of board games. Oh, yeah, but you got a brain ahead of the curve. Some pe- Lots of people got brains. They just don't know how to use them. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Hadrian bought me a board game well a game for uh, for Father's Day yep and uh, it wasn't as good as uh, it wasn't a success like Trogdor unfortunately uh oh it was uh, called I don't know if you've seen this thing online like YouTube videos where people like say jokes to each other and they're not allowed to laugh like they're sitting face to face okay so they've made a game out of this called Dad Jokes or something like that Right, so it's almost like a staring contest, but with shitty jokes. Yeah. Now, the game itself has all the jokes in there. There's like 600 jokes. Right. They're, they're fucking shit. They're all shit. There's not one so far that we've read that was funny at all. <laughs> so the goal of not laughing was, uh, it was like not we, too challenging. We were sitting there reading the cards <laughs> at each other and we were both just going, what the fuck? Would it work better if you had like, Five shots of tequila. Well, I was getting drunk while I was playing it. I was drinking scotch. Yeah. No. Nothing. Nothing for me. He started laughing because I was pausing and staring at him. So I kind of took it as a technicality and won. But... You yeah. know what you could do to fix that game? If write the, your if, own jokes. Well, not even write your own jokes. Record the jokes from a few rounds of Cards Against Humanity. That would be a better way to generate some content. Maybe. Just keep a log of... Each, each winning combo for Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Build up a backlog. Because you know what they've done with that game? They've pretty much raided like the jokes from like the Christmas crackers. That, that's what they were well, done. The problem is a lot of the jokes in this is all American-based. Mm-hmm. Like really American to the point where you kind of don't even understand what the joke's fucking talking about. <laughs> it's like some obscure celebrity or something. Yeah, like it's bizarre. Uh, it's like, It's really fucking shit. I hope you didn't say that to your son no 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 like <laughs> I appreciate the fact that he got me a game and I can appreciate why he got it and all the rest of it and it was still kind of fun playing it with him but next year try harder yeah I mean <laughs> no I mean yeah I mean whatever he needs to get his ass up to good games where the quality's are yeah well this is the problem Catherine took him to Shell Harbour Square oh. so I'm not sure where he got the game from oh they say it's the thought that counts. We'll try, I mean, we'll try it again. We've only gotten like, there's like the deck of cards is probably a good fucking half a foot high. We've only made a little dent, in it, like probably half an inch into the deck. So, so gave pro- up on it. No, we didn't give up on it. It's just we played for fucking ages, but <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. I think one of the funniest things that happened when we played uh, Trogdor. You, you were talking about how you've been playing a lot of games with your son. Yeah. But you were kind of um, annoyed that sometimes when he's not winning, he sort of turns to just spoiling tactics just to sort of screw around. Oh, uh, which is no, fair, no, fair he, no, it, that's not entirely what happens. He just, he's straight away. Like if, if Catherine comes in and plays a game with us as well, yeah. Hadrian will just go after me all the time. Like, it's right. just his aim. And then he'll fuck himself completely over and Catherine will just demolish the pair of us. Oh, right. There's a, there's a term for that in board games. It's called kingmaking, where your actions decide the out, like the who the winner is. Yeah. But it's just it's the, ridiculous. The, theoretically, um, a well-designed game 
shouldn't let that happen. But yeah, there's plenty where it can. Yeah, I mean, Escape from Atlantis is the biggest one that he does it on. Well, by design, you kind of about... But I, I get what you mean. Like, he's never rolling the other players. He's trying to get you... Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing about that was then, probably not even like an hour later, after you'd complained <laughs> about that, you essentially did the same thing. No, Well, no, let's, let's be realistic. Josh started that shit off. <laughs> he's blaming Josh. Well, the truth of the matter is he went after one of my big cities. And then it just rolled on from there, didn't it? So, so for extra context, this was playing another classic Euro game, Carcassonne, where you sort of place tiles and try and build a medieval French uh, countryside. It, this is exciting. It's, it's more exciting than it sounds. Such mm. a good game. A really cool game. But um, this one is adversarial and there's aggressive tactics you can use to try and sort of swipe points off the other players so effectively you know someone thinks they're doing a pretty good job getting points which is the objective of the game then someone else can sort of swipe them away Mm. but yeah once once it became clear that someone was coming for you it was like vendetta (laughs) you just went after it yeah well yeah it, it is funny when you see a game transition that way from you know, you're still learning the rules, getting the hang of it, and everyone's sort of playing friendly, like while you're sort of getting the hang of it, and then something clicks, and it's like, okay, now it's competitive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the, the game turns from trying to, you know, just do a good job for your own objectives, it's like, how do I fuck everyone else over? Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. And that, again, I think that's a hallmark of a, a well-designed game where it has those strategic levels to it, where you could just play it with your kids and have a fun time or if it's like you know seasoned players it just gets ruthless shit gets just way real yeah <laughs> it was a bit disappointing to lose both games the way I did seeing as I you know was doing so well and then you know yourself and Josh came in and swooped up my fucking my hard work I mean it's just it's bullshit well in Carcassonne you can definitely make the argument that there's a bit of randomness to it because you're drawing those tiles oh yeah but you you don't have to place them where you place them sometimes you don't have much of a choice and you just get fucked over so everyone makes their choices in this game (laughs) make this dude a farmer yep (laughs) what else you got Al I saw a funny story that was kind of sports related during the week. There's um, this uh, road race, uh, you know, cycling in Spain at the moment. Oh, oh I know what's, this story as well. <laughs> I forget the name of the. Yeah, I don't know what race. But yeah, I know. I know what's coming. But it, it sounds like it's a pretty big deal, like on par with your um, Tour de France sort of multi multi day race. Yep. But uh, there was a stage where they were riding through a a town and they had a helicopter with the overhead shot and as it's flown past there's like this block of units or apartments or whatever and on top there's like a big marijuana garden that's been sort of hidden up on the roof yeah until this fucking helicopter flew over for the bike race yeah the dudes all get busted cops came around (laughs) you know took all the took all the plants i don't think they actually pinned it on anyone because i mean i assume lots of people probably had access to the roof or whatever yeah but apparently in Spain, personal use is more or less okay. But if it looks like you're sort of growing enough to sell or distribute, they take a dim view of it. Yeah, I mean, it would look like a fucking jungle on the roof, if I remember rightly. 
Yeah, they must have been in like 50 odd. Yeah, so that's big, not really personal use up there, No, 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 that's it. The cops didn't hesitate to smash it all up and take all the shit. Oh, I bet they took it. But like, and that's... And dealt it themselves. Corrupt fuckers. <laughs> Slandering the Spanish police force. Um, but that's that's some unlucky stuff, man. Like, you were bitching about a board game. Like, to have that sweet little operation get, you know, sprung by just a TV helicopter... I mean, this is the far cry from a board game, is it? You'd have to feel hard done by. I mean, they they do say you know criminals aren't the brightest bunch, and like, obviously this plan had some <laughs> flaws in it. But yeah, to be sort of sprung in that way, I just I just wondered if um you'd had any personal experiences where you'd been what grow marijuana? No, I don't grow marijuana. Well, not that specifically. Just that theme of you know getting getting found out in the most random ass kind of way. Uh, where you thought you were getting, getting away with something. I mean, uh, the only thing I could think of is something that happened when I was a kid. Hmm. But, I, I mean, I can't even think of anything specific. Well, most of the time... Oh, actually, there was one. Okay. <laughs> this was a good one. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say it. I might get arrested. What's the statute of limitations? Oh, uh, look. It was, it was in the UK, so I oh, guess... Oh, you're clear. You're fine. Uh, yeah, so when I was um, 16... I think it was 16. Just, But just a lad. Yeah. I, uh, my dad was at work and I thought he was on late shifts. And uh, mum was at work and I thought she wasn't going to come home till later. So I, I pinched my dad's motorbike. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Went for a ride around town. And then when I came to bring it back, this wasn't the first time I'd done it either. <laughs> that's, that's almost like a Ferris Bueller style adventure. Yeah. We're talking like, I, was, I wasn't legally License allowed to ride it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, um, got back to hide it back in the garage and mum's home. <laughs> I was like, fuck, what do I do? So initial reaction was like, fuck, I'll ride it at my mate's house and leave it in his garage. Come home and mum's like, dad's bike's gone missing. What? Somebody must have stole it then. How did you think that was a good point? Well, mate, at 16, <laughs> you don't really think completely straight, do you? She didn't hear you pull up on the bike? No, no, because I didn't stop. I just fucked off. Anyway, so, so it's all happened? double glazing and you don't need that shit. Well, in the end, I had to come clean, didn't I? Right, so how far did it go? Oh, she was going to call the cops for a stolen motorcycle. Oh, God. And was what was the what was the fallout from that one? Well, I think she was even she even she was too scared to tell my dad. All right, so you kept this one. So my dad, never, I don't think my dad ever found. Out. Oh, I think he has found out since, but he never found out. Until oh. really later, like, until I was full grown up. That's pretty juicy, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably probably the worst one, getting busted. Like, I shat my pants. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, nice one. That's probably the only one I can think of. Oh, I think I was too clean cut. I didn't, I didn't break any rules like that told you mate when I was younger I was a fucking nutcase like I was popping fucking wheelies everywhere on his bike <laughs> oh man yeah it was I, I can think of one story but it wasn't really like a unfortunate thing I, I was just doing some dumb stuff and got got sprung by the cops and that put an end to it what were you doing? it was um like year 12 end of school yeah and um you sort of have that you you muck up day. Yeah. So I'd conceive of a plan where I was going to get um, two shopping trolleys 
and set it up so you could lock other students inside the trolleys and put the second one on top <laughs> and like padlock it shut. Yeah. To sort of parade them around in like a, so it sounds a like mobile a, cage. Sounds like kidnapping and major bullying going on here. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, it was the nineties. It was okay. <laughs> so we, we'd recovered the two trolleys, had them in the back of mum's station wagon. Right. And we were at the school dropping them off, getting them ready for the next day. Can I, can I just butt in one second? Mm-hmm. When you say recovered, do you mean stole the tro- shopping trolleys? No, no. You just got to go down to East Niara and they're just all around <laughs> where yeah, people have brought the groceries home. Finders just, keepers. Okay, yeah. Just left the trolley out the front. Yep. In typical houses fashion. <laughs> um, so I guess technically, maybe still. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Borrowed. Um, but obviously us screwing around the school had sort of set off some sort of alarm because yeah. it was in the evening, like night time. So cops rolled up spotted what we're up to had a quick chat and just like yeah okay boys time to go home so that was that was the end of that did you not try and do a runner and you'll never take me alive you filthy copper no no um so that that plan never came to fruition i i still think it would have worked pretty good get the padlocks on there have some little seven seventh grade grubs in there yeah i <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the old bullying. So, was it bullying? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Don't judge me. Fucking kidnapping bully. <laughs> um, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of the the AI. I find it to be a fascinating topic. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, there was a really interesting story that popped up today where some criminals had used one of these AI um, neural networks to do, like impersonate a person in the business to, um, what do you call it, when you take the money? It's not embezzling. Launder? No, I'm not describing this very well. You're not. <laughs> what, what the system can do is uh, use a sample of someone's voice and then reproduce spoken speech that sounds just like them. Right. So what these guys did was they um, impersonated the CEO of a German business yep. called like the head finance guy and spun some bullshit about having to do an emergency transfer of some funds to avoid some uh, legal fees. Uh-huh. So dudes fed the account number, transferred like 250,000 euros. And then um, a few, like half an hour later, they sort of tried again, said, oh, you got to send more money. At that point, the finance guy started getting a bit fishy about it. Yeah. Actually then called the boss back. Yeah. And had this weird situation where he's like, called the boss on one phone. Sounds like the boss on the other phone. And he's realized that they've been done. Yeah. Anyway, the the link is to the fact that they use this um, neural network that can mimic someone's voice to as like a tool in, I guess, what's effectively a cyber crime, but... Probably just a, another sort of twist on the social engineering sort of play to you know, try and bilk a business out of cash. It's not really business though, is it? Well, I guess it is. But Well, the, the, the money they got was from this German business. Yeah. But it was basically just a, a criminal attack to convince them to send them the money. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like just theft, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, But it's similar technology to what you see around with like the deepfake videos where they transfer someone's face onto someone else's in a video right there's a great one where um someone puts stallone's face over arnie's 
in the scene in Terminator 2. Right. So it's like this really eerie effect of still effectively the same scene, but instead of Schwarzenegger's face, it's I haven't seen it. Stallone's face on it. They've sort of got to a point now where this software is more or less sort of download, feed it some source images, and it's good to go. Yeah, right. So you can only imagine what sort of mischief people get up to with that type of stuff. And this is really only just the the dawn of you know those type of things. So you have to wonder how people deal with detecting that sort of thing because um, you've got they've got that parallel where you've kind of had people photoshopping images for a while now right mm. so you almost get to a point where you see pictures online you don't know whether you can trust it or not true now it's sort of at the threshold of the same thing being true for audio and video where you really unless you've got a sophisticated way of detecting it it's quite easy to sort of trick and fool people yeah well i mean that brings on another subject though isn't it mm-hmm. the matrix of bringing out a new movie Right. Yeah, well, I guess at its essence, the Matrix is about a supercomputer creating the illusion of reality. So you're taking that concept and blowing it up giant size. Yeah. Are you excited about the new movie coming out? Yeah, well, it coincided with, it must have been the 20th anniversary of the first Matrix. Yeah. They put them all on Netflix and I watched them all and they held up pretty good. Yeah, I think the CGI was pretty good on most of them. Yeah, so the first one is obviously much lower budget, but kind of charming for it. And the sequels, which were not well-received, I guess. A lot of nerds got pretty angry about them. Still run as pretty good action movies, in my opinion. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, and they kind of leave the ending... It's not like a, a neat little ending, but it wasn't really set up for a, you know, a sequel. No, but, you know, at the end of the day... Nobody saw what happened to Neo. Like, well, he was sort of marooned in the Machine City, right? Yeah, I know. So, I mean, that gives you, like, I guess that gives you the the fourth movie. What happened to Neo? Like, yeah, but I mean, at that point, um, theoretically, there was a, a truce between the the humans and the the machines. Peace. <laughs> so, you'd presume something something goes wrong that sort of breaks the. Uh, Oh, well, it's going to be... It's got to be Smith, isn't it? Man, oh, I don't know if Hugo's been announced for it. Because oh, they've announced a lot of the other cast members returning. It'd be disappointing if he wasn't. Yeah, that's a bit... Then again, would he hold up like as he aged? <laughs> Probably not too bad. I bet he looks like trash. Brutal. I'm going I'm to look him up while you're talking. <laughs> um... The most surprising thing about the um, Matrix 4 getting announced was reading an article that was referring to the Wachowski sisters. And my first thought was like, oh, okay, it must be a you know big family, lots of talent to go around. It's not the case. <laughs> I dug a little deeper. Both of those dudes, sex changers. Yeah, yeah, I think we've spoken about this before. Yeah, so... I, I think Hugo, Hugo even could pull it off. He's, he's not looking Yeah, yeah, he's probably doing all right. Not looking too trash. Yeah, so I somehow completely missed the fact that both both of those Wachowskis had undergone sex changes that both become w- women. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, I just, mean, it's not weird that somebody had a sex change. It's weird that both of them did. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. 
but yeah, so instead of referring to them as the Wachowski brothers, which is how they always build, it's now the Wachowski sisters. So, I mean, obviously the fact that they're back on the project gives you some hope that it's, you know, at least spiritually will be, be faithful to the, the story. I guess that's probably one of the other reasons why Neo went to that scrubby fucking dirty shithole nightclub in the first movie. Like, obviously, mm. they used to go into those sort of underground style well that was that whole that whole sort of I mean I'm generalising transsexuals here I guess but I think there's an element of truth to that that you have these sort of fringe sort of subcultures where people who feel um, as if they're outside of normal society would tend to congregate at because I've never seen the nightclub like that I'll be honest with you yeah well I'm sure that it's sort of half movie magic half yeah you don't know what people get up to, I guess. No. And neither do I want to. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Well, some people, anyway. Yeah, but... I think the reason people got sort of cut about the sequels is everyone... They probably formulate their own ideas about what the sequel should be about. Yeah. So, as I'll try and take that approach of not trying to... Try and second guess what it's going to be about. Just wait for it and see what it's about. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with uh, Maverick, right? Like, you could spend every day pouring the news sites to try and find out every little scrap of detail. But I think ultimately, to enjoy the movie... I mean, ultimately, that movie's going to be awesome. <laughs> but you've got, you got a better chance of enjoying it if you kind of just go into the cinema without knowing too much about it, right? Uh, I think everyone's going to know a little bit about that movie. I mean, it's... Yeah, but there's people out there who live and breathe on these movie news sites, and they're like, scrapping up every little bit of detail and you know ultimately you go and watch the movie get disappointed because it wasn't what you expected or what you'd built it up to be yeah it's a classic recipe for disappointment yeah so yeah just going cold see what the fuck Daniel is up to with these burnt out eyeballs see how that's working for him yeah well got got no eyeballs left that's for sure Uh, you get some little robot eyeballs maybe that's what they do maybe they turn him into a like a cyborg Oh, that's what they're going to do. Hmm. Nailed it, cyborg. Well, it would make sense, right? If humans and machines are coming together, cyborg's the perfect uh, intersection. I mean, this movie could just go on forever then, couldn't it really? We'll wait and see. Because right now we're already starting to speculate. Yeah. <laughs> it just said it was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It. At least it's not... With sequel... Every time there's a new sequel coming out, it just it gets more and more annoying that there's sort of no new ideas for these movies. Yeah. And, yeah, it just... You almost roll your eyes and it's like, oh, here we go again, right? Because so many times you get burned by it. Like, it's not often that it works out well. No, true. The, the old remake or the, you know, just the extra sequel that just didn't need to happen. Mm. A la um, Indiana Jones... That Crystal Skull movie, man. Uh, yeah, it was a bit average, that one. Because um, The Last Crusade was such a great action movie. Like, such a great action-adventure film. They should have left that where it was. Man, Fucking it was, microphone, I keep hitting it with my hand. Like, the end of the film is literally these these four characters riding off into the sunset. Fuck. <laughs> and George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Cashing in. Couldn't help themselves. Yeah. So talking about things of uh, movies and stuff, I watched uh, a series 
this week, um, which most people probably already watched, but um, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah, the little miniseries. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. And it, Starring uh, David Schwimmer. And uh, John Travolta's in that, isn't he? Yeah, John Travolta was weird looking, isn't it? His hair and eyebrows died. Obviously, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. as O.J. Yeah, I don't know if that was a good pick for O.J. Like, his head's not big enough, is it? Uh, close enough. I mean, isn't that what Chappelle said when his first time he saw him? It was, what a big, fucking huge head. Oh, about O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't know a whole lot about the OJ story. It um, brought things to light to me and I found it very interesting. Yeah, I guess we were pretty young at that point. Like, we were only barely sort of teenagers yeah. when it all went down. And I mean, it was in America as well, so no, who gave a fuck? It was big, though. Like, you, you were still aware of it. Yeah. But... But how crazy the whole thing was. Yeah, but I mean, it, it brings up the question. I mean, you know, it's going to... You know what's coming. What do you think? Do you reckon he did it? Because oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. After watching that series, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's difficult. Like there's so many bullshit things that happened during that whole thing. Like it, I I honestly, when I first when it first started, I found it very odd that that third detective came up. Like what mm. the fuck was he doing there? And then he's just like, oh, I know where he lives. Let's go around there. What? Why? Right. So straight away, so, I had my like doubts of what the fuck's going on here. So if I remember correctly, that was like the compressed amount of time it took for them to sort of have the crime reported to actually going around to OJ's house. Yeah, and like the detectives straight away are like, let's all three of us, the lead detectives, go straight there. Let's go straight to OJ's house. And it's like, oh, his blood. Yeah, I just found it very odd that mm-hmm. he was he would. So and then it turns out that the bloke was a Nazi supporting fucking racist, fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah, and that that's the the sort of backdrop to that whole series is that extremely elevated racial tension in in LA at the time. Yeah. So I mean it, bring, it brings just, in doubts. You just had your Rodney King beating come, yeah. come out and I mean the DNA stuff let's be honest it was pretty damning, but if it was planted evidence then it could be. Then it you know, it was put there on purpose to make it damning. So I mean it's it it's one of those questions. None of us will know the know the know the answer to it. Well, the but what are your your what's your thoughts on it? Do you think he did it? The the whole car chase thing, it's problematic. Yeah, but he was suicidal. Yeah, yeah, but what was the cause of that? Was just the fact his ex wife got chomped enough of a reason, or was it just an extreme amount of guilt? I mean. Look, to be honest with you, people's mental health does some weird things to you, man. It's true, but I think when it comes to investigating most crimes like that, fuck, not con- not content bumping the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 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 main one of the main things they look at when they investigate investigate a crime is going to be motive, right? Jealous ex husband killing his ex-wife and her lover but it wasn't a lover oh well he perceived it to be yeah yeah yeah, okay um from from his point of view that's you know it's a crime of passion right that's what they call it just snaps does something crazy yeah and boom it's done so not not something he's set out to do or plotted or planned but you know in the in the heat of the moment bang it's happened yeah um so kind of 
fits fits the bill for a motive and I mean without any other suspects I mean it's hard to even come up with someone else who would commit that crime right oh well they they didn't get robbed like no I mean I think the only the only thing that I could think of is the cop did it it's a pretty elaborate framing then yeah but he said that he's happy to frame them but he also said that he doesn't like white people that that go with black people, so... Yeah, so now you're trying to extend a more complex motive, which is this, you know, deranged police officer who hasn't had anything to do with these people before either. So that's... To me, that's a stretch where the simplest explanation is often the truth. I mean, let's be honest. I think OJ Simpson wasn't quite right in the head anyway. I mean, he ended up getting done for kidnapping and stealing sporting memorabilia yeah so yeah he he was mixed up in some stuff that happened in las vegas i think yeah i'm not sure yeah and uh, after being released i think got caught up in something again uh but at that point it's hard to say is is that evidence that he was always predisposed or is that based on the experiences he's had with that trial has that changed well, his, one thing his... that did come to mind with him being a bit of a wife batterer and a and possible murderer is he's a football player. It mm. goes back to the, the same thing that every like all the head injuries and head knocks he's possibly had. Yeah, like you know they do go fucking mental. There's been lots d- of cases. WWE yeah. guys that have gone fucking apeshit and killed the family and lots of cases. You know what I mean? So yeah. did he do it and not fucking even know that he did it? Like complete memory lapse again feels like a stretch um anyway if you're asking me if i think he did it probably but there's the other if didn't fit you have to acquit the glove (laughs) didn't fit (laughs) um i know that was a pivotal scene in the the trial yeah but that's why you pay big bucks for a professional defense attorney well, the way they, that movie, they, that TV show came across is if they were all pro bono too. Uh, they said I it. don't recall. But all, all they have to do is create enough doubt to prevent the conviction, right? Yeah. I that, mean... That's all they're trying to do. They kind of rigged the jury to be mostly black too. So, I mean, that would have helped their cause because they went on the whole racial... Yeah, but I mean, that's the way the legal system works. So... It's a bit bullshit that they can go, oh no, I don't want that juror, I don't like him for whatever the fuck reason. It's bullshit. Mm. should be like, there's your fucking jurors, end off. shouldn't be up to the lawyers to choose who they get as jurors. Yeah, I've got a feeling they do the same thing here for big cases. I thought it was the judge that would decide, not lawyers. No, well... I mean, the other thing, the other question, like that trial went on for like nine months or something. Is it really that long? Yeah, it was mental. Jay. And they, they, some of the jury like started getting Stockholm syndrome, and sorry, because they were sequestered in a hotel. Yeah, I mean, no, don't jury members get paid for their time? Uh like a nominal fee. It's not yeah, good money. They would have got paid. For, like you'd come out and you'd be like, got no job anymore because like who's going to keep the job open for someone after eight months? Yeah, but I mean, they probably all wrote like books right <laughs> did the deals yeah I think the judge from what remembering the uh, the end of the show the judge was the only person that didn't do a book deal 
What was that dude's name? I was going to say Beto, but it wasn't. T- Tio. What's all of that? Tio. No, it was, it was Tio. Anyway. We're obviously qualified for this discussion. <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing was, they showed pictures of the person playing, like, playing the character. And oh, then with the, the next... close, closing credits or whatever. Yeah, and then they played, showed the picture of the actual person yeah. next to it. Now, again, I looked at watching all these things, and they were like, the the um, prosecuting attorney, the black guy, he kind of looked very similar. Right, so Tick, you thought they did a good job there with the casting? Yeah. Then the judge came across, and I'm just like, I looked, and I was like, fucking looks identical. And then I just, something in my brain just went, am I racist? Because they were Asian. Oh, the, <laughs> the trope of, yeah, okay. But they did look similar. Well, obviously, that's what they were trying to do, so... But probably, could they've you, chucked any old Asian in there with a pair of glasses and a fucking... and a, and a beard and just gone... Oh, they, look, they all look the same. No. <laughs> I know that sounds fucked up, but I, I, in my mind, I just every time that happens now, when I see someone that looks similar to somebody else and they're Asian, I'm like, is that just me being racist? And But has that actually ever happened to you in, in real life? Yeah. Where you've confused two people? Yeah. yeah that's a problem. But not because they're Asian, just because they fucking looked alike. What do you mean? Well, they... I, I meant Asian people. Yeah, it, uh, it has happened to white people. It's also happened to Asian people for Right, so there's probably nothing to it then. No, but I'm just saying it makes me question my my if I'm racist or not. I wouldn't sweat it. I, I, I'm really bad at walking down the street and even just recognising people I, I know. Yeah, well, that's what me. I'm the same. That's what I'm saying. I look at someone and go, do I know that person? I don't want to go up to them and go, hey, how you going? And I, don't, like, I don't even really look. I don't even pay attention. I'll have people come up and say hello and they've like snuck up on me. Yeah, but I've driven right past you before and fucking like hung out the fucking window <laughs> waving at you. <laughs> that's and what you I'm still, talking about. You still, you, you, like you fucking walk around with your fucking eyes shut. Yeah, I, was, I was picking up groceries the other night at the local supermarket, coming out with my trolley, do fucking walk straight past the son's teacher, and she's got to like basically yell at me to get my attention. Like, hey, mate. Just not, not paying attention at all. Did you go, oh, I'm shopping here? <laughs> no. <laughs> that did not happen. So, yeah, it could be worse. Fair enough. So you're extremely observant then. I think what happens is I sort of get locked in and focus on what I'm doing so like the driving thing I'm, I'm paying attention to what I'm doing on the road I'm not like looking out for people I might recognise well neither am I but you see a bright yellow fucking le- uh, bright well, yellow Evo then yeah. I wave at it it's pretty easy mode for you but it's easy mode for you like honestly if you were driving a f- like your Forester for example it's a pretty common car right I still would recognise I still recognise you driving it and Alison <laughs> I'm telling I have admitted I'm bad at this yeah Clearly, there's fucking bad friend. There's like can't even can't even fucking point see me out on five that street. Five thousand Rangers driving around Wollongong. Not talking about the Ranger. I've been in the Lexus. Been in the fucking limo. Like you can't fucking miss a limousine. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, talking about limos, we've decided to sell the business. So anybody wants to buy a business, I'm gonna plug that on here now. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, anyone who wants to buy a business, give me a call. It's going for a bargain basement price. Yeah. Um, obviously, nice customers never have any problems. Oh, yeah. They're awesome. <laughs> no, look, we do have a lot of really good customers. 
If, if anyone's listening to this podcast, they might be having second thoughts. Yeah, looks whatever. Anyway, don't <laughs> buy just, the fucking business then. Fuck off. They just might have a higher tolerance threshold than you. Yeah, that's part of the reason why we've decided to sell it. Just can't tolerate people. <laughs> oh, I think anyone who works with the public like that, they're gonna have people who have problems, right? Yeah, I think the problem is with me is I've we've had it for four years non-stop like we've not mm. had a break from it it's 24 7 seven days a week 365 days a year even fucking christmas man like we just don't it doesn't let up yeah so we've tried to go on holiday and we still cop fucking shit from customers so it's just i, I i've had enough i just i'm burnt out i'm done yeah i think that's a pretty common thing that happens with people who run the small business right yeah i think just... it'd be better if we had a business that it was nine to five Right, some fixed working hours, definitely. Yeah, and you just you can walk away from it at the end of the day, and you can shut for Christmas and shut for holiday, whatever the case might be, like a shop front. Mm. People that, aren't going to question it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this sort of thing that we're doing now is just fucking relentless. Yeah. Sign up. So I'm out. Make an offer. Yeah. I've sold it. <laughs> Did I just sell it to everyone? No. I mean, it's not. Some people love it. Sure. Just not me. That's it, man. Some people like being. Uh, Rangers for the council and giving out parking fines. Dude, I'm... I'm Broken t- humans. Telling you. I'd love that job. <laughs> love it. Really? Yeah, I'd just love that. What about when people start abusing you for riding tickets? Water off a duck's back. Because you know why? I just gave you a ticket, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, the idea of giving you some authority is a little bit scary. Nah. Just that little taste. I've always thought that if I was a cop, like a high patrol cop, I would... I wouldn't be bent. I wouldn't Dude. do anything dodgy. But I would be... You'd set traps, right? I wouldn't set traps. I'd be hiding in the bushes. Dude, the amount of people that I would fucking book. I just driving down the street today, like, <laughs> mate, I see so much bullshit going on. I'd be like, the the other thing too is like I was sitting next to somebody with a fucking set of travel lights to look over and their fucking tires are bald. Gone. I'd book them fuckers. <laughs> I'm gonna share the road with these pricks. What about someone paying for McDonald's drive-through with their phone? Oh well, that's not something. This I'm is talking. bullshit. Well, it's something that was on the news. So fake news. Well, you know, it's not fake news. Tell it's the true. story. Tell the story. The story is that the police have actually said that if you use your pay wave on your phone, yeah. whilst you're in the drive drive through at McDonald's, yeah. the only legal way for you to do it is to turn the engine off, put the car in park, put the handbrake on, and then do it because you're not allowed to handle your phone whilst you're operating a vehicle. But Which that, is true. At that point, are you even on? That's not even a road. Doesn't matter. You have public access to it. Nah, if, it's yeah, private, private, uh, property. Well, private well, property. It's not private property. It's only private property. It's only deemed private property. <laughs> and this, I know this because I know somebody that got booked for something else. It's mm. only deemed private property if it is locked and gated, and you can't access it. If anybody can access it, you, it is you'll get past the speaker box. <laughs> So I know some people that got booked for riding dirt bikes. Good. Out in the bush, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Okay. They got... So he was out there. Him... Was, was it a road? No. And I'll get... This is where I'm getting to. So he got booked and the two kids got booked. Two young kids on little bikes, little mm-hmm. motorbikes. They got booked for being unregistered, unlicensed and uninsured. All three of them. And the argument was, well, I'm not on the road. And they said, it doesn't matter... Everyone has public access to it. It's not locked and gated oh, and fenced. Okay. It is not a public... So you could pub- run over a nana with your negligent use of a motorcycle. Exactly. 
Yeah, fair enough, maybe. And McDonald's car parks, unfortunately, are open to the public. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm not the one that makes the law up. I'm not even the one that would enjoy enforcing it. Or I can enjoy enforcing it, shall I say. I, <laughs> I'm just relaying the information to you, Al, so what, don't get angry what cop, at me. What cop is there scoping out the drive through Well, probably fucking every single cop from what I've seen. They're all in fucking McDonald's. <laughs> I saw some cops get Chico's during the week. Did you see that Chico's are now doing salt and vinegar chips? Oh, okay. Like hot chips? Nah, just chicken sauce. No, nah, I've got to give them a try. I'm going to give them a try. Man, if they tried to do me for doing the pay wave in, in the in the drive-thru... Dude, you'd shit your pants. You fucking gave in on that fucking speeding thing that you didn't even... You weren't even yeah, banked to rights I was on. speeding. Yeah, but you don't admit the shit. <laughs> what did you say on the last podcast? Shut the fuck up. No, I wasn't going to say I was going to argue with the cops, but I'd take that shit to court. I'd just be like, Your Honour, this some bullshit. And the cop... Then you, you, you got fucking nothing. I would be the landmark case that would overturn that nonsense. Oh, good luck. Because that is fucked up. <laughs> I'm not saying it isn't. I, like I said, just relaying it. But I don't use PayWave on my phone. So I don't, it oh, doesn't, shit, doesn't that's awesome. No, I hate it. So futuristic. <laughs> I've used it. Actually, say so I hate it. It's come in handy twice when I've driven somewhere to get some food, mm. like lunch or whatever, and I'm starving. And I've realized when I've got there, I've fucking forgot my wallet. Right, well, you've just committed a worse offence, which is you don't have your driver's ah, licence. No, that's not an offence if you know your driver's licence details, which I do, and I also have a f- copy of it on my phone, the, which you do, which is the only thing you need to do now. And just What do you mean a copy on your phone? As long as you've got a copy of it, you don't well, like actually... Like a picture? F- yeah, I have a picture <laughs> on my phone. I also have we a just talked about people faking audio and video. What kind of rube cop is going to say, oh, a photo of a licence? That's okay. Yeah, and then I can also tell him without even looking at it what my driver's license number is, the date of birth, everything. There's an offence which is failing to produce a license. I'm not failing to produce it. I reckon you get done. I 100% will not get done because it's happened to before. I've been pulled over, didn't have my license, and I said to him, my license number is 131, blah, 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 blah. I'd do you in a heartbeat. Yeah, and I'd fight it because <laughs> you can't. But you proved my point. The, the phone pay is awesome. Because I don't even... I barely even take my wallet with me intentionally now. I'll leave it in the car. Yeah. I'll get out. I'm going to rob your car. Take your wallet and all your cards. There's nothing in it. There's no credit cards in your wallet. Oh, there is, but you don't know the PIN number. Don't matter. Under 100 bucks, pay wave. Oh, like that genius the other month who did that in like about 20 liquor stores. Yeah. Who's on CCTV every single time. Fuck it. All I've got to do is put a big fake beard on. Uh, my alibi is rock solid. <laughs> I was on the ISS. It couldn't have been me. On the what? <laughs> we talked about that chick on the space station. Oh. Yeah. oh doing cyber crimes. That's another thing. I've, I, I watched, I rewatched a movie the other day because of that. Cause what, what movie? The Martian. Okay. With uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm going to size the shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> what a dumb line. So. He was um, on Mars. On Mars, yeah. And he was saying that if he commits, commits a crime or steals or something like that, okay, because it's not um, on a nation or anything like that, space is classed. They get maritime law in space. This is the evidence you're citing. Yeah, I'm using. Uh, well, it's all I got. <laughs> and you said, you know, how would they police? How it would work, yeah. So it would be maritime law. Yeah, so it's probably still a crime then. So she'd be classed as a pirate. Hang her from the yardarm. 
and walk the plank. Matt Damon, space pirate. Yeah, Sp- the f- first space pirate. That's pretty cool, actually. There you go. So just respect. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd want to be called Captain Blondebeard, like Matt Damon did. <laughs> like, how's his mental state? Well, he, he wants us to call him Captain Blondebeard from now on. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, that's right. Bullshit laws. <laughs> bullshit laws yeah uh, I I agree with you about the driver's license I think if you can give them enough information for them to verify who you are then sure that's fine so you, you know that in the next year or so that people won't have driver's licenses anymore I did hear something about the RMS they've all trial, started trialling it are you saying they won't have physical licenses at all anymore that's correct well what happens if you don't have a smartphone I don't even think you're going to need to have that. I think information will just come up on their computer and they can oh, do like they facial do recognition. Oh, God. You trust the government to do that, are we? Well, you'll be pulling over for a random breath test and they'll go, look into this whilst you're saying one to ten and they'll do the breath test and facial recognition on your licence all in the same... same, same. Oh, that's fucked up. That's pr- well, I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. I mean, I don't know. No, I, I had a scheme of you can optionally have a digital license yeah. so you have a special app on your phone that oh, well, you can use for identification good. there you go have you just invented the whole face recognition stuff on your own well I just said to you I don't know I'm assuming that's what they're going to do so yeah I have invented it because it was an assumption that I'd made this is how fake news starts man well, it's not fake news it's an assumption that I have no idea what the fuck they're going to do but I'm assuming that's what they. I thought that's what they do but if they're doing it on an app happy days if you haven't got a smartphone, get a normal copy of a license. Do you know they don't even fucking print it off anymore at the RTA? Well, there's no such thing as the RTA. Oh, so. fucking RMS. Fucking Service New South Wales. Whatever the fuck. They don't... Oh, they, do you know how you used to go there and you'd take your photo, yeah, you'd sit yeah. down for five minutes and they'd give you a... Now they've got a poster to you. Yeah, you fucking... And they give you a piece of paper to drive around for ten days. Old school. Yeah. I like oh, it. You've paid for your license. Here's your license number. So if I got pulled over by fucking... Can you put it into like a raffle, cunt? A, a raffle as well? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you get pulled over and... You, you know why that they've changed that? There, there was apparently a heist. Someone nicked one of the printers. Uh-huh. Did they? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Because they used to have to have one in every office, right? Fake IDs. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're in, going to get your license, they've got the machine. Yeah. But they would have been hundreds around the around the state. Yeah, yeah. Some some uh, clever bastard got their hands on one of them. Yep. And yeah, had free reign to produce as many fake IDs as they wanted to. Awesome, love it. So now I've obviously gone to a centralized system, which is theoretically less prone to uh, that type of tampering. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wonder if that's yeah part of the pivot towards doing it digitally as well, so they don't even have to do that. It's probably cost. Yeah, it's all part of it for sure. It just gets uploaded straight to a fucking an app on your phone. You don't have to print anything off. Imagine the cost of not printing. Beep boop. But there's there's all sorts of people having troubles with, you know, stuff that relies on phone apps. Like there were people in the states who couldn't unlock their Teslas. They'd opted to use that as the um, like the entry method. Yeah. And I think it was something about not having cell coverage. Like they didn't have any reception. Couldn't get into their fucking car. Because the app wouldn't work Why properly. don't they have a key? Well, this is the thing. They thought that it's like, oh, it's this fancy new tech. We can just use the phone. It's like a thing you can do with a Tesla. So they didn't have the key. Well, it's all fucking well and good if it does it. It doesn't mean you'd use it. 
Yeah, but these people obviously were like, oh, this is cool. This is convenient. They got themselves into a situation where it was Dumb not asses. working. Dumbasses. I'm not going to argue the point, but <laughs> you can see how this stuff comes about, right? Yeah. I mean, even the proximity stuff, like the fobs for cars have been shown to be pretty easy to intercept and exploit. So you can basically sniff the signal, figure out what someone's transporting. They can do that with the remotes too, so... Yeah, yeah. They're all... If somebody wants to... But you still still need a physical key to start the car. Yeah. So they can't steal the car. They can get into the car, but... Yeah. That's about it. Oh, well, they can still start the car. Yeah, but these are like... You know, $200,000 Mercedes that people are having stolen. Oh, like I said, if someone's going to nick it, they're going to nick it. Don't matter how much security you put on it. Yeah, but if you can do it with 200 bucks worth of electronics rather than having to have a flatbed tow truck or whatever you're going to use, hell of a lot easier. Yeah. It's literally gone in 60 seconds. That's how long it takes for them to... Yeah, well, you saw how easy it was for me to break in the old school cars. Oh, just through the window and everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I used to work for the... Well, sorry, I should reiterate. I used to work for the NRMA road service and people would lock the keys in the car. I didn't steal cars. Officially, I didn't steal cars. Never stole anything. I did <laughs> your, once. Your honour. <laughs> I, I did once. Somebody. This was kind of funny story. Some guy locked locked his car at a naval base in Nara, Albatross. Yeah. And um, he was originally from Melbourne or something. Mm. Flew home with work, and then flew back to Albatross, and then went to get his car and realised he'd left his keys back in Melbourne. <laughs> and needed to drive his car back to Melbourne. Right. It's called the NRMA out, so I got in the car and I actually got the car started for him and I like, like hot wire that. Yeah, I was like, here you go, mate, this will get you home. Just don't turn it off between here and Melbourne. That would be tricky, wouldn't it? We'll just install it the lights like a chump. Oh, it's an auto. <laughs> oh, yeah, well even worse. Anyway. Oh man. Um woman at work had a really funny story. Um worked at the company for you know like 25 years now yeah when she started out she was more of like a secretary sort of slash pa back in the day when all the executives kind of had secretaries and whatnot yeah um and on the reg she would be sent out to take his car to go and get washed so toss the keys take the car to go and get washed somewhere <laughs> yeah this, this is like the old 80s or whatever yeah um one time she went out, you know, had the keys, took the car, brought it back, thought, you know, no dramas. Boss comes up to her later and she's like, he's like, why didn't you get my car washed? I thought you were going to go and get that done. She's like, yeah, no, I took it. It got washed. Realized there was another car that was like exactly the same color, same model. The key had worked on this other car. <laughs> she took that. <laughs> took someone else's car in the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> they just realized that you know, there's like 10 different key combinations for old school cars. So this is all back in the day when all the men were bosses and the women were PAs. Yeah. And I they were like, ah, so. oh, dumb women. Is that what they put, he probably put it I down to? I don't know if he was misogynistic about it, but obviously there was I mean, I'm not, I'm, confusion. I'm not saying that any of that was good. I'm just saying back in the day, mad men styles. Uh, I don't know how exactly what it was like, but yeah, got the wrong car washed. That's mental. It just started straight up. Away you go. At least now you've got the RFID thing built into the key. Bloop, bloop. Your mobilizer or whatever it is. Yep. I mean, that's why those dickheads couldn't get my motorbike started. 
Actually, it would have been quite easy. But anyway, I'm not going with it. <laughs> Obviously, douchebags, because I could have got that bike started in about fucking five minutes. You reckon you didn't steal any cars? I didn't. Just motorcycles? <laughs> yeah, and then I planted it in somebody else's garage. <laughs> just your dad's? You <laughs> just stole your dad's I did. Well, I had the key. I just took the fucking key, so... <laughs> yeah, but taking something without permission... Do you know what? I was even crafty enough to disconnect the speedo so the fucking the mileage wouldn't change. That's totally Ferris Bueller. <laughs> the perfect crime. Because I knew my dad was an anal fuck and he would have counted his kilometres or miles before he fucking parked it away every night. Did you top up the petrol? Yeah, I don't think I did. So, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Doomed for failure. Yeah, I mean, 16. No, you you would have got away that shit. Huh? How many times did you actually do that? I think maybe twice. So I think I've done it before and got away with it. So right, so you got sprung the second time. Yeah, cheeky. What are you gonna do? You're... It's probably for the best, man. Imagine if you'd kept that up. Imagine if you'd actually crashed the bike. Oh yeah, that would have been fucked up. Do you reckon Dad would have been more worried about you or the? Not a fucking <laughs> chance. He wouldn't have given a fuck about me. Hundred percent wouldn't have given a fuck about me. Uh... Dude, I remember when I crashed the bike, like I had my own motorbike, and I crashed it a couple of times. Not one fuck was given about me. Oh, for fuck's sake, now I've got to fucking fix the bike again. <laughs> like, I, I no, can, yeah, I no worries, I'm fine. I've only broke both my wrists, you prick. I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> Just bullshit. Oh, man. How are we going for time over there? An hour and 15 minutes almost. The people have suffered enough. Have they? You got no, no other subjects? No, I think that was it, man. Oh, there was one, but we can save it for later. Fair enough. It's a universal theme. All right, we can do that another time. All right, peeps. Well, all I've got to say is eat meat and love it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else would be un Australian. Fuck the vegans. Fuck the vegans. <laughs> well, hold on, I haven't pressed up yet.